Hello, awesome people. How you guys doing today? Uh, this is Janae Wildheart, and this is podcast The Warrior. Oh my gosh! I hope you guys are having a blessed Tuesday. Um, it's hot, but it's beautiful outside. I got butterflies. I have this beautiful plant outside my window, and I could see a butterfly out there. So bless God for that. Um, before we get started, let's praise the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Father God, increase and we decrease. And Father, I pray that people hear you and hear the truth and the truth to set them free. And let this be about you and not about me, not about anything that hurts us or harms us, but teach us how to live a sold out Christian life. And if there's anybody that don't know you as Savior, I pray that hope, faith, and love and boldness will be their guide in this world that we live in, that is our part-time home. I pray that life will be changed and life will be changed and people will get to know you as Savior. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Amen. What I'm going to talk about today, and I'm going to make myself clear again, that I feel led to talk about world, because I think people misconstrue that there is hope in God, there is faith in God, and we, we believe, we don't believe that in a dying world that we live in, that there is good out of the bad and the ugly. So why I shed light more on the corruption of the world because it it shines light, it brings light to the sin of the world. It says, bring. It says, don't let nothing be hidden in darkness. Bring it to the light in it, something like that. But anywho, I believe very thoroughly that God wants us to bring the corruption of the world to the light. So he will be praised in advance. I bet. I hope that makes sense because it does to me. If we bring it to the world, maybe the enemy will stop trying hard enough to bring people to him and bring them help. So, with that said, it says, do not be confined to this world, but renewal of your mind. What that means is, don't be confined to this world, because this world is not going to do anything but bring you down, bring pain, bring sorrow, bring brokenness, and bring division among your world and the world that you live in. And that's what this world is, a bad dream that we need to wake up from. And like I always do at the end of what I'm saying, I will give some encouragement. I will give encouragement at the end. So, here we go. And I felt led to talk about this. And I I think we need to bring it to light that our entertainment is not okay. I, I watch, I watch, yeah, Janae, you watch this, this, this. Yeah, and I shouldn't. 
I'm getting bad. They got new shows called Jokers, and I watch it. And it makes me laugh, but I shouldn't be watching it, and I know this. But, you know, you got to limit yourself to what brings praise and what don't. And I try to turn it off. But, anywho, if you have kids, and I know a lot of us do, we get... Tied up in games. I'm going to go down the list and then I'm going to land the plane with encouragement. Our kid, when my nephew was young, he played video games. So I got a taste of what the video game life is. Um, it can be addictive. And it imitates art. Art imitates life, that old saying. And our kids are getting hooked on auto theft, which is you steal cars, and then you kill the person. That's how the Columbine shooting happened, because these two idiots and people imitated the game and said, I'm going to shoot everybody in the school. That started with a video game. And you know what? The video companies are making more money than anything in the world right now. Because what we do is plant our kid right there in front of the TV and give them the joystick or the controller and they play the game and they got to beat levels. They got to shoot the people. And we're like, here you go, son, daughter. This is your entertainment. Well, mom and daddy's in the bedroom. We're going to entertain ourselves with a video game. I have watched people spend billions of dollars on video games alone. Is it healthy to sit there and play your kid in front of a video game? No. Which you could be going outside when it's nice and not hot like it is in the 90s. And take your kid to the zoo. Zoo is like a dime a dozen. You can take them to the park. You can plan a family trip. The kid should not have a babysitter named the TV or video game. That is wrong. And no, I don't have a kid, but I have watched it through my family. Well, Janae, if you're not a parent, how do you know? Knowledge and observing. I have watched kids turn into monsters because of the video games that they have. I don't mind Minecraft. I don't mind that because it's skill and on part. I saw a little boy and his parents are very Christian. But they observe what their son does. And I applaud that. I applaud parents that take time and say, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is right. Instead of plotting them right in front of the council, meaning the TV, the video games. Another thing we got to observe is the movies that we watch. Movies have become raunchy. And myself included have done some lot of plucking out of what I watch, I mean, movie-wise. 
I used to watch Ted, Ted 2. That has more cussing than my dad does. I have watched movies when it has pure sex. And that's it. And it got runchier and runchier. Even the horror flicks that I watch. Now, if you watch A Quiet Place, that one ain't that bad. That one has zero cussing. And the guy that made the movie, him and his wife based it on a family. Where aliens come and all this, but it talks about family love. And I watched the movie and it has zero cussing. No sex scenes of her mom giving birth. And there's a girl that's deaf and that's one reason why I love the movie. But it has zero cussing. That is family-friendly, family-friendly. That's what I call, I can sit there with my kid, and he ain't gonna get scared. We should not base our movies on horror flicks. I even bring it a step further. I watched it, both of them. That movie has more cussing than I ever heard in a horror flick. And I used to watch horror flicks with my hand over my eyes. Freddy Cougar, Jason, and all them. And now it's turning into a bad nightmare. Um, I used to watch Family Guy, and now I can't even stand it because they met Pope Fun at God very well. And even the creator, Theft, um... Steph, Steph McFarlane is not a Christian man. He is an atheist. So, you know where I'm going with this. He's making fun of God. And I did my research on this. I really did. A lot of entertainers and wrestlers that we look up to are basically part of a cult, like Tom Cruise, who's part of... Scientology occult. Um, some of them, like um, the British guy, he is atheist. Good actor, but he's atheist. Um, the guy that was in a wheelchair that couldn't speak, he was atheist. So, the people that we look at are atheists, some of them are atheists, part of a cult, are part of double worshipping, part of a cult that worships Satan. And one of them is a wrestler called the Frowlins. Him and his wife, Becky Lynch, are both atheists. Um, my favorite wrestler, which is Dolph Ziggler, He's Catholic faith. Catholic Christian, never heard of it. He his parents is a minister. Um, if you know who AJ Styles is, he is born again Christian. Half of wrestlers I did my homework on that. Half of them are Christian than you didn't even know it. And it makes me it makes me feel good that I know where my prayers are heading. I do pray for them. 
And you know what? It is so awesome to know that somebody that you know is a Christian, but their actions are kind of sketchy. But anyhow, that's beyond the point because we're not all perfect and we don't sit there and act like Mother Teresa. But there are some people that I frown upon because to get famous, so they're sold Satan. To get in the entertainment business. And it's sad that the ones that grew up behind the one, I mean, in front of the camera, are the seldom sold to the enemy to get where they want to be. And the list goes on. One of them is Christina Aguilera is one of them. And she met it in an interview. Beyonce. And it's sad, but you can tell me different. But Beyonce and Jay-Z is part of the Emanani. And that's a cult. Someone they're sold to saying just to be part of. To get millions of dollars. It's sad that we go that far to get by in life. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, if you have to do that, then you might as well kill yourself now. I'm not promoting that. Don't say that. Don't, I'm not saying that. Don't knock me out of context. But if you're going to sell yourself to the enemy, what you're doing, let me clarify it. What you're doing is saying, I'd rather kill myself than be hit. I'd rather, I'm going to kill myself to have rich. Because what you're saying is I'd rather go to hell and have riches on earth than spend eternity in hell so I can be a big name star. But what you don't think is this. Money is the root of all evil. The love of anything is the root of all evil. You sell your soul to the enemy, you might as well cash your chips in and said, I'd rather go to hell than have riches and I'd rather have a mansion, beautiful things in my life, in heaven. I'd rather spend eternity in hell with their gnashing and gashing the teeth. And that tells me where you're moral, where you want to be in your life. To have riches on earth is like selling your soul to Satan. And saying, I'd rather be in hell than having a regular life in heaven. That had the, um... The riches of glory of God in my life. That's practically what you're doing when you're selling your soul to Satan. And that's what entertainment is doing. It's selling you short of the glory of God. And you're missing out on everything. Because the enemy got you so blinded. 
that you don't want to see the truth. And that's why I said in the beginning, that's why I talk about the world so much. Because I want to bring out the sin and the light. So people will be aware of what's going on. Be around their surroundings. What's going around in their surroundings. It's kind of like having a note on your door saying there's a dog in front of the door that's going to bite you. If you're not aware of your surroundings, you're going to be walking a blind tightrope. And you're going to get caught up in it. And that's what God does not want you to do. I'm telling you, I have seen images that I will not let my niece, nephew, when they were young, see. The world is corrupted. The world will sell you short. And these people in the limelight that you see, that you think they have it all together, guess what? They're walking a tightrope. And it's like a tightrope of hell. Hell is right there below. And they're trying to get to the other side of the world by making it. And you know what? That enemy is just throwing those darts at them. Throwing advertisement in their face. And saying, man, I don't need Jesus. I got, I got it all though. I got it all together. Guess what? They don't. How many times have you seen on the news? And I said this yesterday. How many times have you seen it on the news? So-and-so committed suicide. China, one of the female wrestlers. I loved her. I loved watching her wrestle. She killed herself because of the pressure of the world. Um, Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears, and the list goes on and on of the pressure of inner, of how people want them to proceed. How do I say this? How the world wants them to be. Justin Bieber almost got to the point. He's a Christian. He's a Christian man. He, I applaud Justin Bieber for standing up for his faith. He went down near, he went down the, a slum. But you know what? Through the love of Christ, he didn't sell himself short by giving himself to the enemy. He almost did, but he, you know what? God said, I'm not finished with you. And you know why he sung Christian music? And he is married to one of the famous Baldwins in the Christian world. And that is Stephen Baldwin. He's a Christian. Radical Christian person. And he married, Justin Bieber married his daughter. They got a beautiful kid. It's in Christian music. And you know what's so beautiful about this? He told a bunch of his fans, I don't want you standing out here. 
I have to have life. Damn right. That's the way it should be in our entertainment business. You don't have to have millions of dollars to make it big. God gives it to you. I have seen people that are not millionaires, but they got it by the grace of God, and they give praise to Him. And one of them, I'm probably going to get a note from this guy, is my favorite singer, Tim Rushlow. He's with a great group called The Frontman. If you are in Nashville or you see him, go see him. They're very good guys. They got great personality. One's been with Restless Art, and the other one was Lone Star. The other one is Tim Russell with the group Little Texas. He's a Christian. Even when he was with the band Little Texas, he he even said it in an interview. He said, "I always was a believer in God." I'm telling you now. You don't have to sell yourself short with the enemy. God will give you the desires of your heart. And I want to tell you this with me being a sold out Christian as I am. You don't have to have fame to be wealthy. I live in government assistant. And you know what? My apartment is a mansion. And you know what? I have everything I ever dreamed of. And I don't suffer from depression no more. I get sad. That's normal. I don't have the anxiety attack. I do have some time anxiety attacks. But it's normal. But, you know, I wouldn't sell my soul to Satan. To have riches. Because more money, more problems. And plus, I got a father that loves me. With all the love that he has for me. He went to the cross to show me that. He is everything to me. And more. He makes my dreams a reality. And if it wasn't for him, I, I probably wouldn't be here. I'd probably be dead. The world is a mistress that is harsh. But I will tell you this. He made some of my dreams a reality. Like me and Dolph Ziggler meeting Tim Rushlow, which was awesome. But I met Greg Locke. I have met people I never dreamed of. And he made everything acceptable to me. And he can do the same for you. His love is unconditional. If your family disown you, he won't. He is closer to you than a brother, man. You don't have to live in torture. Torture is something the enemy puts on you. Not God. If you gave him your... If you gave the rights to him... I am serious. God is real. I have seen it in my life. And if you don't believe that the Holy Spirit ain't real, I will tell you something. Sunday morning, 
a Sunday morning I wanted to get prayed for. It wasn't about my need. The enemy was prowling on me that day. I went up to the front. My pastor was there, and I he was praying for me. I looked up, and there was a white figure behind him. And I fell out for the first time in a while. I fell out in the spirit. You tell me God ain't real? Then there's something the matter with your walk. He might not be healing you right when you want him to, but he's doing something marvelous in you that is faithful to complete to the day of Christ. When you die, you either go into heaven or hell. It ain't a provatory that Catholics believe it's either heaven or hell. Your destination, your destination is where you're going to lay your head, where you want to be in your life. Whether you want to sell yourself short for entertainment purposes or for riches or anything like that, then your destination is waiting for you in hell. Because you think you can do it on your own. You think hell is... You think the enemy not real? Wait till you get to hell. Wait till he says it's only entertainment. It's only advertisement to get you here. You tell me you don't believe in God? You know what? After you see hell, you're going to wish you met God face to face. For them that believe there is no God, why are you still here on earth? Because I believe in God. My mom was an atheist. Let me tell you, she made, God made a believer out of her. My mom is a Christian woman. You tell me God ain't real when a woman that was an atheist is now a Christian woman. Not perfect, but she is. You're you're gonna say God ain't real when you're sitting in the face of hell. You tell me hell ain't real. When you're saying God is dead and you're sitting at the pearly gates of hell, you're gonna wish you said God is real. These people that wanna see what Satan is about wanna worship him. Let me tell you something, a woman, I want to close with this, and I feel like to. This woman, I, I heard it on the podcast, I heard it on Instagram. This woman had a rush in hell. And she is now a Christian. What Satan is filling your mind with is lies. He is a king of lies. And you, if you listen to everything that he says, then you need to listen to me clear. I'm going to give you encouragement on this. God will never put back you in a corner of lies. He is gentle hearted. He loves you. He thinks very highly about you. He wants you to not listen to the lies of Satan. 
Saint was one of its top angels. And the reason why he got kicked out of heaven was because he tried to take God's, God's job. He wanted to be God. And God said no. He kicked him out of heaven. I'm telling you, God loves you. And he wants you to have heirs of the heavenly realm. And have beautiful life. It ain't going to be easy. It's never easy. But you will never go wrong. God loves you and he wants you to be with him in heaven. Hell was not meant for us. I'm going to tell you that now. We wasn't meant for hell. The demons and Satan was. And every lie that he tells. So I'm going to pray for you. And I want you to hear the prayer that I say. Father God, I pray for these people. That you will reveal yourself as a mighty, mighty shepherd to us. With love and awesomeness. And for them that thinks the easy way out is to sell their soul to Satan. I pray that you stop them fast track and let them see the real side of Satan. Not the lies, but the truth. And the truth has set them free. And we and I pray your love, your comfort and grace will be upon them. And that I pray that they accept you as Lord and Savior. With all the glory and praise I give to you in glory. Amen. I love you guys. I hope you guys have a blessed day. I am Janae Wildheart. This is Warrior signing off. And let God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob be your guide in this world. Peace.